everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, I'm speaking with Ahmad Al-Hiddick, the co-founder and CEO at Cayenne Health. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Excited for us to chat. I'm excited. I've, uh, you and I connected a, a while back. We stayed in touch and uh, now we finally get to, to do this podcast. So I'm excited. Yes. Yes. Let's, uh, let's get rolling. Let's, if you could tell the audience a little bit about yourself, uh, give us your background and then we'll talk more about Cayenne Health. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, my journey in, in technology started almost uh, 17 or 20 years ago. Um, long story short, uh, grew up uh, or went to school and grew up in Lebanon, um, moved to Dubai and spent 11 years there, um, was involved in multiple startups, launched a, a, a couple, had a couple of exits. Um, and then my journey in healthcare started around seven years ago um, when I was working with healthcare organizations, helping them build different types of solutions, implementing EMR systems, products, websites, helping them with digital marketing. And then we came across this little problem where doctors were getting text messages and emails from, from patients asking them general questions. And we thought, oh, there, there, should, be an, there should be an app for that. Um, and we, we launched our first telemedicine platform. It was the first one for the region, um, focused on non-urgent advisory. And, and that kind of started growing. We invested a lot into the platform, raised funds, did the usual startup stuff. And then as we started growing, we realized that the way for, for healthcare to evolve is not just through telemedicine. It's a whole bunch of things that need to come together. Um, it's, it's all these systems that are complicated that need to talk to one another. Hospitals all operate in different ways. Um, and for us to be able to kind of help with, the, with enhancing or like healthcare 2.0, we needed to not just focus on telemedicine, but kind of focus on the, on the broader uh, matter. Um, so we shut Haydock down. I decided to move to Canada. So I moved here around two and a half years ago um, and started working on Cayenne Health. Um, which is more focused on a B2B side and more focused on enterprise virtual care um, solutions. Interesting. Yeah, I, I remember when we first started talking, I think you were uh, wrapping things up with Hey Doc and we're transitioning. Um, yeah, I, I believe I actually got a early, very early demo too, which it was a, a great platform even in the beginning stages. So. Um, I can't wait to kind of to see where it's at today. And uh, it was like yesterday. I know it does feel like yesterday. Time time's going by crazy fast. It's that pandemic uh, time lapse, right? It's it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, Seriously. So so you had Cayenne Health, and then what we kind of wanted this focus to be about today is your recent subsidiary, um, this company that you launched called uh, Reina Health. Can you talk more about what, what Reina is and kind of what the focus of the company will be? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll share kind of the story before and, and then kind of how we got to Reina. So with Cayenne, what we're, like I mentioned, we are focusing on enterprise products for healthcare providers that they can then provide for their patients, integrating solutions in the back end. And then one of the segments or the people that we started talking to um, we're in mental health, um, but the mental health market is also there's a lot of providers there, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of really good solutions out there. And then something happened. We joined this program earlier this year, um, where we got to work with three amazing university students, and we were talking 
to them and we're investigating different industries and we got into mental health and then they started sharing their stories with us. Um, they started telling us how wellness centers and universities are overwhelmed. They're unable to access mental health. One of them, it took her six months to be able to speak to a therapist. And we're like, huh, this is, you know, this is strange. Um, and then most of the students that we started talking to, they always needed access to, to mental health or needed support, but the pandemic kind of took that to another level because a lot of students are studying at home. Universities is the best three, four years or five years of our, of our life. Um, and they were unable to enjoy it properly. So that kind of led to more and more um, issues that they needed help with and they're struggling to get help. Um, so we thought, okay, let's investigate this further. And we started working on the kind of early days of, of uh, or the early version of Reina. Uh, we started connecting, uh, connecting with universities, wellness centers, student councils, students and, and therapists. And we started looking at when you connect or when a therapist works with a, or helps um, support a student who's a patient, how do you communicate with them? Is the way you communicate with them and, and the treatment process, is it the same with someone in their forties with a child or going through depression or anxiety? Is it the same? And realize that it, it's a little bit different because students interact, um, the younger generation interact using technology also differently. Um, so we started to take that into consideration and, and realize that there's a really good uh, market for this and there's a gap, there's a problem to be solved, basically. Um, and we launched Reno. And Reno, what it does is we help connect university students with therapists um, and especially therapists, uh, licensed therapists that are interested and focused on, on, on university uh, students. Um, and the way we set up the platform is they can easily find someone within minutes they can connect with someone and it's not about video and audio, it's about kind of general health. It's about different methods of communication. It's chat-based communication in addition to video and all. It's about looking at different wearables, um, different smart health devices to, to kind of keep, uh, provide them with insight towards their own health and provide the therapist with insight towards um, the patient's health. Um, they can know if they're sleeping well, if they're active, if there's uh, how their heart rate variability is, and they can kind of dig deeper into each person's medical health in order to help assess and, and provide them with better treatment. Um, so that became kind of a, a, our focus. University students, and let's not just focus on the traditional method of communication, and let's look at other ways of communication, and let's look at where is data around us these days, and go find that data and bring it in. Um, and that's, that's Reyna. What's the geographic focus of Reyna today? So we're focused on a few provinces in Canada and a few states in the US. Um, a student needs to connect with a therapist within their own province or within their own state. So um, we are now in New York, New Jersey, Ontario, and British Columbia, and we're looking to expand into other states over the next few months. So it's kind of a, we're going after making sure we've got enough therapists to cover each state or province, and then we go after and speak to students um, within that state or province, uh, whether through um, university, uh, connecting with universities. Uh, we've also spoken to some NGOs that support um, students um, and through uh, student councils, which has been a, a great uh, avenue for us because you're talking directly to the students themselves. And sometimes you can get mixed impressions when you speak to the university, but and then you speak to the students, you get kind of different stories. So realize we need both 
sides of that story in order to, to kind of provide the best solution. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think mental health is the space within telehealth that makes the most sense, right? It's the yeah. space where we can have the most players and, and a lot of companies will do well. It's the space that I think patients will end up uh, utilizing the most uh, when it comes to telehealth services. So it'll be interesting to see how that continues to grow. Can you talk us through in your mind what the importance of mental health for these, these college and university students really is? It's massive. Um, and all of the universities and colleges are doing something about it because they understand how important it is, how important it is to make sure that their students are healthy, both, both physically and mentally. Um, so it is something that's growing and they understand that there are technologies out there that can help, whether it's through daily check-ins via AI or it's through platforms like ours or through wearables or through other kind of types of solutions. And they're trying to wrap their heads around how can we maximize all of this? But at the same time, they are overwhelmed because, because this is a growing industry. They weren't kind of expecting this much attention or this much uh, to come in from, from the students who are now more open to connecting with a therapist and to speak to someone about some of their, um, some of their struggles. So it's, it's growing and it's really nice to see that universities are investing into, into this. It's now the, the, the time where we don't have to sell the importance of it. We just need to work hand in hand to make sure that we, we help them, both sides help them grow. Um, and th th they will soon start kind of receiving the, the needed funding to invest more into these different programs. I'm gonna, we're already seeing a lot of new programs coming in across universities to support the students, both large universities and the smaller ones and the smaller colleges. So. We've seen this happen. Um, it's just, it's a, it's going to take a few, a few months and a few years for this to kind of properly uh, start evolving. But everyone, everyone understands how important it is, which is, which is really great. Absolutely, yeah. Can can you talk me through, I guess, what's next for Cayenne Health and Reina Health moving forward? Yeah, um, for Cayenne, our main goal right now is to is to start scaling and to start developing uh, partnerships. We've launched our product. We've tested it in the market with quite a few um, clinics and healthcare organizations and even startups that are looking to disrupt healthcare in a certain way and they need a technology to, to help them do that. Um, and now we're at the stage where, okay, we're now taking it to the next level. Um, our product is evolving day by day. And as we work with more and more customers, that product is going to evolve. So we're hoping that by end of next year, we're uh, across 50 to 100 clinics. We have channel partnerships that can help take us healthcare organizations and other partners on the strategic partners on the ground to help with other aspects like wearable integration, EMR integration, scheduling systems, um, adding more intelligence into the insights that we provide to, um, to the patients. And all of this will also be replicated or will transition towards Reina and our goal with Reina is to expand to more states and provinces um, to provide more people access to the platform and to make it as easy and as simple as possible where within a few minutes you're actually speaking to someone, um, which is an amb ambitious goal, but we, we like to do things slowly and, and, and properly. So we're investing our time in making sure that whatever we put out and wherever we go, we have the right kind of, uh, solution for uh, whatever problem is facing us. So growth with Reina, product development, of course, but that can be, and being part of Can Health is going to com 
is going to support um, the product there and help with its uh, evolution. So and then after that, um, let's see, um, perhaps the world or maybe adding more areas that we can monitor, adding more intelligence when it comes to mental health um, and, and, and becoming more preventative, more proactive. That's, I think, the end goal of most healthcare companies. Um, and in order to do that, we need to work on getting people in, working on the data, working on providing them with the right solution. And then with that, over time, we can start becoming all of us more uh, working together to becoming more preventative and proactive. Love it. Well, I'm really excited to continue to, to stay in touch with you and hear the growth of, uh, you know, both Reina and Cayenne Health. Look forward to uh, just staying in touch with you in general, too. It's always great to hear yeah, what absolutely. you're working on and, and see your excitement. So uh, thank you again for, for being a guest on the podcast and look forward to having you on again, hopefully in the future. It's, uh, it's my absolute pleasure and uh, looking forward to it. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.